Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chris. Welcome back. I'm Mario. And this is Welcome Back, where we are welcoming you back to Welcome Back. It's been a year, Mario. Isn't that right? Quite the year, in fact. <laughs> we have celebrated our 2020 goodbyes, and uh, this is the 2020 show. So we haven't quite left it behind, I guess. Yeah, it's it's our last chance to look back at the absolute dumpster fire that was 2020, and maybe even find something uh, to salvage from it. I love that. Well, let's get right into it. T- let's uh, let's go on a tour. Um, not a chronological one, but a exhaustive tour of 2020 and what happened and the disaster after disaster and maybe some good things too. But tell us about one about 2020. What happened? Oh, all right. So this year, I have a huge list here of crazy things that happened. <laughs> yeah, you do. And some of them are clear in my memory, and some of them are like, oh, yeah, frick, I forgot about that. So, like, it's not going to be in exact chronological order, but we're going to start off with the first one that comes to mind when you think about what happened in, like, January. Mm -hmm. Australia was on fire? In a big way, yes. You remember that? Like, a large portion of it was on fire, and not to be outdone, uh, later in the year, California came Mm -hmm. back with a blaze after a... Uh, I don't know to what extent they actually played to the huge fire, but the uh, gender reveal gone wrong. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, yeah. What a nightmare. (laughs) I don't even know what gender it was. (laughs) (laughs) In the Australia fires, they said like half a million species were endangered or extinct. Extinct? I don't remember what exactly happened, but like it was quite an impact. Jeez. I saw this TikTok that was like, um, I can't remember what it's called, the Anu Report or something. And it's like, we'll be giving you news from a year ago today (laughs) and i saw it yesterday and it said australia weather creates blast furnace like conditions oh "Oh, my gosh that did happen a year ago then uh after a uh a couple moves here and there by our uh, emperor trump he (laughs) taught uh caused twitter to go off in a storm over world war three yeah do you remember when that was blowing up there yeah this was in that tiktok too about iranian what was he? Uh, some sort of he was military like an Iranian uh, general or something, and he was like yeah. outside Soleimani. of Yeah, Soleimani was outside of Iran, and that was like mm-hmm. Trump's like window to take him out. Yeah, and he did. Yeah, uh, everyone thought that we were going back to war with a country we never truly got out of war with. <laughs> so it's like it's like, ah, oh, dang, I'm gonna have to go to my dad's old post. You know, like a lot of people were like really. <laughs> trolling the subject online yeah then we had england leaving the eu finally after all this time yes brexit um the eu have has taken down the um english flag from their uh, hall of countries in the eu and and great britain did the same they took down their uh, eu flag and it doesn't mean anything to me right but. yeah not really <laughs> i feel i think they're still working this out though right like i just saw it in the news again like last week i think they like <laughs> just struck their deal of how like they're going to interact with each other because right. trade was pretty much nailed down when everyone's in the same group but now you're becoming like an outside group and so now like how do we trade with you like right, you don't get right. the prime deals anymore you know yeah yeah it's definitely like newsworthy but like it doesn't really impact us at all <laughs> i like to assume it's like going to giant eagle without your advantage card it's like you can see the deals but you can't have them <laughs> yeah that seems about right yeah um giant that, eagle <laughs> it's very regionally specific um or giant, or giant. yeah yeah <laughs> um then of course covid19 hit uh fears of of yeah. Wuhan chemical warfare to people frying up bats like no one knew anything at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And it sometimes it still feels like a lot of people don't know anything. Yeah. Um, sent us into a huge global lockdown, but more specifically here, a lot of us uh, got laid off of work. I was mm-hmm. one of them who got fired. A lot of us continued working. That was you and then me mm-hmm. later. Um, what a, it's such a... Like we're still living it because it's not over, yeah, but right. it definitely dominated the the 2020 scene. Yeah, and I, I feel like we learned a lot, like what PPE is and how it's important to get the flu shot, and like just epidemiology in general. I believe that's the rightology, but <laughs> but we learned a lot. My takeaway is to keep a, a bunch of toilet paper at your house just in case <laughs> things go wrong. Yeah, that happened so quickly. 
<laughs> man. And everyone's like, why are people buying up all the toilet paper? But then we realize how big each toilet paper container is. Really, they can only sell like yeah. 25 people toilet paper <laughs> right, a day right. without yeah. it looking. And it's and like when you take these huge things gone, like the big bundles of toilet paper gone, mm-hmm. then it just makes it out look empty, which means that right. everyone else is like, oh, we got to get this before it's gone. Yeah, and that's just, true. And like having to drive to multiple stores with crud on your butt. I can imagine. I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> but I can imagine someone out there like needed to go get TP and couldn't Probably. find it. Probably. Just use your hand, buddy, or wash <laughs> Crud on your butt. Also, uh, COVID-19 uh, brought us to a lot of, like, streaming and watching things at home. And this is something that, like, we'll talk about slightly later. But a cultural phenomenon happened. Uh, yeah. When a gay zoo owner <laughs> uh, took the world by storm in Tiger King. Yeah. What? Like, that was this year. Everyone. This- 2020 year everyone saw it everyone was talking about it carol baskin didn't do it <laughs> you have strong feelings she did nothing wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think you're probably right documentaries are rough i got tore up on facebook for, yeah. for standing up for carol baskin <laughs> and like big big tiger rescue yeah i i've been a subscriber to their youtube channel for probably like eight years really yeah and so i was like why does that logo look so familiar and so like i've been watching like her you need to know this no <laughs> well, yeah i've been watching her tigers for like almost a decade and then this <laughs> happened <laughs> oh i get why you're such a carol baskin stand now yeah and uh good on her for getting on dancing with the stars though uh i guess she got snubbed because she didn't win i don't even know how good she danced but she deserved it for what a yeah. crazy year she had too bad joe was too tied up to get on <laughs> yeah they should have zoomed them in. <laughs> oh, the last thing I wrote under uh, COVID nineteen was uh, armed protesters wanting haircuts. I thought that's a funny thing that people <laughs> were out headline. in the street with guns to yeah. try to get their haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got my cut since. You're not seeing this because it's a pod- podcast, but uh, I haven't had the top of my hair to cut since the beginning of lockdown. So you shave it on the sides yourself? No, I don't do it myself. <laughs> okay, my lady gives me a discount though. Ooh, nice. Then we had a bunch of celebrities die, starting with Kobe being the most shocking one, mm-hmm. um, and not a whole lot of COVID-related celebrity deaths. It just seemed like a very celebrity death, yeah, uh, like a high one. Yeah, definitely. maybe it's because we all weren't, most of us weren't busy. I, I keep forgetting that like a lot of people work through the pandemic, but a lot of us were like on news sites constantly, yeah. and so like every death is tragic but even felt more so yeah the black panther guy chadwick boseman yes who else i just googled it to find a list but i didn't find a quick list perfect uh but yeah you you know who your favorite celebrity death of (laughs) the year was so moving on trump got impeached that's so true and then he got acquitted which i didn't know was a thing that could happen I thought that, like, once you got impeached, you're impeached, but... He got half impeached? I mean, he's technically, like, an impeached president, but he didn't get, like, removed or, like, fined or anything. I don't know what they, like, can actually do to him, but... Yeah, nothing. But that happened this year. Um, Crazy. uh, The royal family had a little bit of a breakup after... Mm -hmm. What was it, 2019 or 2018, where the world, like, stood still for Prince Harry to marry Meghan Markle? Yeah, I don't remember what year, but I was even i even knew it was happening (laughs) and it's like an american marrying into the royal family yeah and then just straight up wrecking house take it be like oh i got (laughs) prince harry i'm moving to canada with them like yeah we're we're not doing any of this stuff anymore i i don't get the fascination with the royal culture but uh i don't get it big for americans being into it right yeah that's what i mean like the french had the right idea we were, they were just too far away for us to pull it off. <laughs> then uh, Parasite, if Dave was here, he would tell us all about it because he's a little bit of a movie snob. Yes. But uh, it swept the Oscars. Big time. It was good. Never seen it. I did see it. It was quite good. Very good. That's all there is to say tell about, me a that, about like... it. I don't know anything about it. Should I, is it too late to go back and watch it? Like, Is it worth my time? Yes, I would definitely say it's worth your time. It ha- it was it's technically a foreign film, right? So there's like mm-hmm. subtitles and stuff, and uh, it's a Korean film. But um, it was, I would say, a thriller. Maybe, maybe that's the right okay. genre. Because right. um, it has some of those like creepy, eerie vibes. Um, 
very good class warfare type uh really good for the year too <laughs> the uh the pentagon essentially established and released information that ufos exist like yeah they did just straight up into the news like ah, oh, here's these we don't know what they were yeah they did <laughs> nothing, nothing else like it's not like a, hey we've made contact it's like a, hey everyone look at this <laughs> <laughs> i heard some podcasts earlier in the year uh-huh. about how this was going to happen they predicted that the government will be slowly releasing information about how it's all real so i'm excited to see it play out Do you, the galactic federation is that on your list because that happened at a different time it is not, but let's talk about that right now. Oh, baby. So this Israeli um, government official, mm-hmm. m- maybe crazy, <laughs> maybe thrown out of the government. I don't know. It's all sort of mysterious. But he has told me, me specifically, that... <laughs> I was about that, to say. <laughs> you just got off the phone with him. <laughs> that there is, he's an ex- exclusive book deal I'm writing. Um, the Galactic Federation has made contact with Earth and the Earth leaders, including our president... They all, they're all in on it and they know about it. And what, that's it? It's not about like, it, yeah. Not like what we're going to do or that's if there's going to be a meeting. Like, is it, but like, there's like, oh, there's aliens in our presence and like everyone knows about it. And they, yeah, like, that's it. But I'm saying like, I need to know more about these guys. <laughs> Do they come in peace, you know? Or like, well, that's not your, above your pay grade. Oh, we're not allowed to know yet. Well, I've been talking about running for mayor of this town with my buddy. Because the, the speed limits are too low. That's my that's <laughs> on your platform. That's my platform. Let's make uh, the main drag through the town ten miles an hour faster. <laughs> Emily tells me to slow down every time, but I basically drive like it's already the speed limit I want to push for. Okay, just because it's just so slow. Anyways, uh, so maybe once I get up into you know towns, then they'll yeah. then they'll let me know. That, maybe that's that the bar. You. Regular people. And like town mayors, and the town mayors know about the galactic place. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it seems that's the right. cutoff. Everyone, if you're less than a town mayor, you don't get to know. Um, Twenty nineteen was a fantastic year for awareness brought by the Me Too movement, and twenty twenty brought us Harvey Weinstein convicted. Yeah, wow. He's uh, gonna be in jail for a very long time. He tried to get out because of COVID, and they told him no. <laughs> Um, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, big year for that stuff. Uh, a few years back, I wasn't necessarily in the right headspace headspace for the conversations that needed to happen, and that's on me. But I'm fully on board this time around. Not that I ever thought Black Lives didn't matter, you know. <laughs> They've always mattered, but the movement itself went from like yeah. this small specific thing where people were like saying that their leaders of Black Lives Matter to like sure. now as a society a large yeah. portion of us have adopted that like things need to change for our, our fellow man we're not we're not equal until we're all equal you know yeah yeah I, I feel like i just didn't understand the first time around yeah i don't know what happened but this time around you know it definitely clicked for me and big conversations all everybody's had these conversations with everybody they know and it's big it matters a lot i mean unarmed black men and women have been gunned down by police for as long as the police have existed and I guess being home like in 2020 being the dumpster fire was, um, it actually gave us a little bit of positivity because it gave us all a chance to, to see each and every one of these things happening. Like, like every other day it felt like something was happening yeah. and how, how can you just push it away? And that led yeah. to a lot of protests, um, some riots and people tried to like throw away the movement because of riots happening, but like you can't, we, we, we talked about this in previous episodes, but you can't just, like, throw out something because you don't sure. like some parts of it, you know? Big time, yeah. Um, my favorite moment from the whole uh, everyone out in the streets riding during a pandemic was uh, Trump's Bible. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, yes. Where, where they tear-gassed. Well, not tear-gassed. Someone's going to try to be like, it wasn't tear-gassed. That's just right. A, it was just something <laughs> to clear people away and make them leave. Uh, but yeah. in, the, uh, in layman's terms, he tear-gassed people out of a park so he could walk over to a church that he doesn't attend to attend in on a regular basis so he could hold a bible up in front of it i don't know he's got an answer for that i i can't pretend to know what he his heart but he's got an answer for it i mean we could make inferences on his actions what his heart's like <laughs> certainly can <laughs> and everyone has uh but i think uh, it's safe to say there needs to be a, a systematic change um not, not i'm not nailing down what it actually is because i bet chris and i disagree on yeah. like on like full tactics, but I think 
I think everyone should understand that if an African American or a black person or how what your your preferred terminology, if you know them or you don't know them, their life matters the same amount that your life matters. That's right. Because all lives matter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, then, uh, Kim Jong-un, uh, died, but didn't die on Twitter, and, yeah. uh, everyone was super happy for his hot sister, Kim Yo-jong. <laughs> did you, did you follow this one? No, I don't recall this one. Oh, man, she got so much, like, uh, fan art and, like, like, stands on Twitter, like, right away, because it seemed like, oh, finally, the day has come where we get a female dictator. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking that glass ceiling of who gets women to hold down stuck. the working class. Yeah. Oh man, no, not just women, just like a lot of incels and and <laughs> oh, uh, and guys who and also there's a lot of trolling too. It was just the funniest thing in the world. The, the art, the the fan art for uh, Kim Yo Jung was was something special in 2020. Yeah. And you think, man, what a what a crazy year we've had thus far. <laughs> and. And we're about halfway through. <laughs> and it's not an exhaustive list either. <laughs> yep. Uh, do you want to run through a couple of these? Yeah, you're ready to go with... Uh, well, maybe we should hit Murder Hornets first. Because okay. that was sort of early. Because we were like, <laughs> this is a side quest I'm not interested in. Because <laughs> we're yeah. dealing with a pandemic. But uh, Murder yeah, we're, Hornets happened. We're on the East Coast and they were popping up in the West Coast. And we're like, alright, yeah. we have a couple of months to, to not worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is like... I just saw them in the news again, where they found a nest of like two hundred of them. They killed them all, oh, but good, like good. Um, this one isn't over. <laughs> this uh, one probably just you know was just under the radar for a little while. But it's I'm excited over. to cover it in our 2021 recap <laughs> next year, <laughs> Mur- called "Murder Hornets for Real." <laughs> yeah. So and then we With get new into- hosts because we both get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> then we get into uh, an election because. Also, we needed to be an election year, and uh, we had a huge Democratic primary. So many people, varying ideologies, and Joe Biden, the uh, alleged middle of the road, not a big fuss, moderate Joe, comes out on top, and uh, which is crazy when you think about it, because like when they had a huge um, selection of people in the primaries for the Republicans four years ago, it was mm-hmm. Trump's like bombastic and bigger than life personality that yep. really got him over. But like right. Biden's there. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he was friends with Obama. Remember him? I mean, that's enough for me, you know, <laughs> yeah. to like out of the list of people who were there, I, I was really pushing for Tulsi Gabbard and Andrew Yang was looking pretty good at a certain point. And, yeah. um, Bernie Sanders, I knew a lot of people who were, Excited mm-hmm. for him, and uh, all of our great picks got pushed aside for. It's Joe. Oh, it's Joe. Yeah. So there he is. And, and then he picked. He picked the lady who called him a racist. That is true. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> yes, the first ever. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, African American and Indian. Mm-hmm. African American woman and mm-hmm. Indian mm-hmm. vice presidential nominee. And that's great, and I'm happy with that. But. We should have had our first uh, um, Hindi Hawaiian vice president because Joe really would have uh, won me over if he picked someone a little bit more, um, someone who could cross bridges easier. Because Tulsi Gabbard definitely is a Democrat, but like she really appealed to the moderates, and even like a lot of Republicans were hoping she would win so they would vote for her. Uh, just because of her her background, her lifestyle, and all that. Yeah. Well, we're not we're not political pundits, but dumb guys on the internet have opinions. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And dumb guys, and dumb it, opinions. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It's <laughs> a new name of the podcast. Um, the I think the moderate was covered in Joe, or that was the hope anyway. But with Joe, the the radical left was concerned. Mm-hmm. So that's you know some would say that is why that he picked Colin, a cop. Kind of. What? That's why he picked a cop. <laughs> well, it is what it is. It is what it is. But hey, but there's other options, right? There is one in particular that deserves highlighting. And no, I don't mean the incumbent president. <laughs> Kanye West, yes. the artist and mogul and shoe designer I, uh, and arguably uh mentally unstable 
Kanye West. Visionary. <laughs> Man. What a... Did you listen to his interview with Rogan? Yes. It was nice. Wild. It was nice. I, I was, enjoyed it. I was very interested in that. It was entertaining, for sure. <laughs> yes. He got... And that's a man who got thousands of votes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for not, president of the United States. Not just, like, him and his family, but, like, a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> voted for him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I bet his Pretty family crazy. didn't vote for him. I wouldn't vote for him. If my brother... You didn't. Even, even if, like... Even if, like... I don't know. Who's, like, my favorite person in the world? If you... Even if, like, um, oh, yeah, you, Emily. If Emily ran for president, it doesn't mean I'm going to vote for her. <laughs> see, see, you shouldn't have pointed at yourself. You want to interject yourself into the pod? Yeah, you wanna, she's too radical. You wanna, yeah, you're too radical. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't vote for me, probably. She might for mayor. <laughs> I have one platform. It's faster roads. Anyways. Faster roads. <laughs> um, then there's the election controversy. Yeah, right? it was not clean cut. Which uh, it was. <laughs> kind of, but like yeah. a lot, but a lot of people like made a stink about it, saying that it yeah. wasn't because, and I could say that pretty confidently that that it wasn't controversial because every investigation, every yeah. recount, every lawsuit, mm-hmm. it all points down to the same thing. And like when it gets to conspiracies, that you can't believe them after a certain point. Like oh, everyone, every yeah. single person's in on this conspiracy. Yeah, like it doesn't. It's Oh, and we had, like, a political episode. What was it? Yeah. Two months ago? Mm-hmm. And it's just still kind of, like, nagging on. Like, they're trying to sure. get, like... We're at the point where, like, in a, a couple days now, Biden yeah. will be, like, certified, and Pence will be a part of it, and, like, Republicans are trying to say, like, Pence can just, like, pick someone else. <laughs> and it's like... <laughs> we spent four years talking about and hearing from Republicans... About how the Democrats are going to try to steal the election. Yeah. And now we're at the point where they're saying, let's throw out all the votes and pick who we want. There is currently a motion in Congress to do that kind of thing. I believe the uh, Senate, right? I think it started in the Senate where it was moved that they're going to try and, you know, I don't know, do different thing. <laughs> yeah. There's like all these ways that they can just like say no. And so they're like kind of rounding off what it seems like will be the last one where they're trying to say no but it seems like they have no way of winning that i'm pretty excited to see the not my president trend come back on twitter yeah, that's so true <laughs> just so true just a different half of the country uh guess guessly and maxwell i'm giselle max Gislaine. Gislaine. yeah maxwell that's um harvey weinstein's uh fiance wife partner okay am i on the wrong am i talking about the wrong person yeah Epstein, who did I say? Yeah. Who did I say? You said Weinstein. Henry, oh, Harvey Weinstein Harvey. arrested Jeffrey Epstein, who may or may not have killed himself right. uh, in 2019. I, I, I like wrote that down like on like just so quick because yeah, yeah. the he didn't kill himself meme slash movement mm-hmm. uh, blew up so quickly. But uh, his alive associate, who definitely helped him do horrible things, has been arrested. Yes. Um, it's about all I know about her. Yeah, she hasn't been convicted of anything yet or killed herself, quote unquote. Right. Uh, yet. That happened this year. Um, <laughs> uh, Beirut, there was an explosion in Beirut that literally yeah. like blew out windows for miles and miles, and it was yeah. the craziest thing to see um, on the internet. I don't even remember what they said it was that made the explosion happen. I want to say fuel storage. Yeah. It looked like fireworks. Frick. It was, it, was, ignited. it was huge. It was like New Year's. Gnarly. It was like all of the fireworks for the entire world was in one spot. Mm-hmm. It looked like a nuke was dropped. Like it, like yeah. a lot, like there's conspiracy theories of people saying like, "Oh, so they got bombed." But, and I'm not going to push this conspiracy theory. We'll get to conspiracy theories in the future episodes. Which will, since I brought it up just there, I have one to talk to you about after this episode. Sick. Um, and then, uh, hey, in 2020, being big on explosions, we also had the Nashville explosion just happened. Yeah. Yeah. What. The Christmas Day, right? It's super creepy too. Yeah, because they set up their truck and like played audio saying we're gonna explode. Please right. leave. If you can right. hear this, get far away. Did you hear anything about them trying to destroy evidence of election fraud? Who? This explosion. Oh no. I have not looked into it, but that is what I heard. 
that's what I heard. That's one of the new conspiracy theories. I've only heard it once from a person who emailed me an article that I haven't read yet. But um, just that it, there was some like Dominion voting machines or something in one of those buildings in the AT and T building that he was out front of. Did the whatever, AT&T, so. did the building even get damaged by the explosion? I haven't seen any pictures that are fallout. Yes, out. yeah, it was pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. The explosion itself, but luckily they played that audio and only like yeah. three or four people got injured last time i heard yeah uh then a big thing happened with uh a supreme court judge yeah. rgb or rbg red blue green uh ruth bader ginsburg <laughs> uh passed away tragically as i'm laughing my way through this um yes but it is actually a huge loss yeah uh, i'm just not good with serious topics yeah, yeah. <laughs> as we've established um uh crazy to think how long she's been there and like she paved a way uh for female lawyers and there was an interview emily told me about and i think i might have even checked it out where she was talking with a colleague and said like she doesn't regret uh being a lawyer in a time where it wasn't right to be or wasn't considered right for a woman to be a lawyer because if it was already a way that was paved, she wouldn't be where she was today. Hmm. And so, like, because of her giant, like, footsteps and, and efforts and, and uh, you know, life yeah. of, of passionately pursuing uh, law and order, um, she worked her way up to a Supreme Court justice and then was immediately replaced in yeah. an election year. And we all got to see right before voting that Republicans appear to be huge hypocrites sometimes. The, the politicians, not the people. Because yeah, there's, there's such wild. a huge difference between a, a politician and a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, and I love that in the last stretch here of 2020, a lot of people are realizing that their politicians are pieces of crap. And, even, and, like, and like, yeah, there's there's radicals on both sides, but the majority of democrats and republicans are just regular people who yeah. get like basically duped into voting for these rich jerks yeah right this one in particular was nice because like it was i was feeling very foggy in my politics and like lots of things where i don't know what the truth is but this the election or the um supreme court justice filling was like something that like both sides were saying the same thing it was just one side was saying it's okay and the other side was saying it wasn't <laughs> mm-hmm. so it was nice to be like oh I get this now, and I have an opinion on it. <laughs> so that yeah. was nice. That was a nice no moment of clarity and a muddy time. Man, what a crazy year. Oh, wait. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> Emily and I were actually kind of looking at this one at one point. Emily, do you remember the the Wayfair sex trafficking scandal? Scandal is a strong word. Well, scandal for like an, a- an hour until it got <laughs> debunked immediately. But like, there are like these giant closets that were like, you know, like... Um, lines get names so like yeah, product yeah, different yeah. products get like name things and so like these storage containers were named and so like buy a susan for twenty five thousand dollars <laughs> and it's like is, is there a little girl named susan stuffed in that thing yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just basically a lot of people running wild with the simple concept of if you don't want to sell something and you can't take it off your website you jack the price up so no one would consider it yeah so yeah we'll move back that pretty quickly uh, yeah, we talked a lot about, you know, trafficking children already. Yeah. So I'm still waiting for our invitation to Bohemian Grove. <laughs> Got my tickets ready. Um, locust swarms in Africa. That's fantastic. Man. This one was like underrated. This did not get a whole lot. A whole underrated lot of tragedy here. of the year. Let's go. <laughs> it was just like not a lot of press, but a really big deal in Africa. Um, TikTok banned. No, Trump tried and then like I guess forgot he was trying to. It's like every other day you were hearing about like the band is coming. Oh no, the band's Mm -hmm. not coming. Oh, the band's coming. I guess they had like sell to someone in America partially, right? But it's probably just like a a guy from China who moved to America. (laughs) That's what I would do. But hey, do we got any like uh, hidden agents? You know, (laughs) they do, and that's the people (laughs) who bought it. Um, Ooh, ooh, streaming service of the year launched uh quibi only yeah. to uh file for bankruptcy and close down six months later i'm very surprised 
Didn't they have like a billion dollars or like hundreds of millions of dollars invested? And then they had lots of money. They were just gone like that. What made me think that the, I I wasn't originally interested, but what made me get on board was the talent that they had hired, mm-hmm. like the names that they had on their programs. Like it seemed like they had everything they needed. <laughs> I don't know what did it. It wasn't even around long enough for me to consider to get a free trial. It was like yeah, me here and gone flash, gone flash uh, in the pan. Yeah, and so if if for some reason a a billionaire millionaire is listening to us, you know, if you invested in Quibi and were upset by your return on investment, invest in us. There you go. Because I'm pretty sure we'll do we'll last longer than Quibi. Yeah, we're already like we're like halfway there, aren't we? (laughs) We're a sure thing. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Speaking uh, of people going to prison, oh uh, yeah, uh, Lori Laughlin. Did I say her name right? Laughlin, I believe. Laughlin, yes, from uh, um, and Becky. Yeah, from Full House slash Fuller House. So yeah. apparently, uh, she got put behind bars in Fuller House at one point, and so people screen capped that and started sharing it because <laughs> oh, like there was a joke that Aunt Becky got arrested or something. Oh. But uh, Aunt Becky actually got arrested. Yes, she did. She goes to rich person jail. Yep. Uh, they have tennis courts, don't they? Um, <laughs> and then uh, Emily's got to leave the room for this one because it's such a tragedy that Taco yeah. Bell got rid of potatoes, the quesarito, loaded grillers, and the seven-layer burrito. So true. I was just getting in on the Fiesta potatoes. They were so good. I literally had them like a week or two before that they took them away. She'd always get the uh, spicy potato taco and... Uh, then she switched to oh didn't they get rid of like uh, shredded chicken too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wasn't even on our list. Uh, but yeah, they got rid of shredded chicken too, and that's what she switched to after they got rid of potatoes, and then they got rid of the shredded chicken right afterwards. Corporate greed. And so uh, that is just a brief glimpse, um, and it seems like we covered a lot, but I bet there's a lot more that we missed too on what made up uh, what we know as 2020. Yeah, but there's probably some good things. <laughs> right yeah definitely many of the things we said are good yeah we we are ready to give the awards for the best things and um we're not gonna this is not gonna be like the actual best things but it's gonna be my best thing and it's gonna be mario's best thing so mm-hmm. these are our 2020 thing of the year's awards so if your things um, are better than my things i'm just gonna i'm gonna be like that's the one yeah, yeah, me too. If, if something comes up in the discussion that changes my mind, I'm perfectly open to changing my. There's going to be a lot of I contested uh, champions, but uh, yes, yes. <laughs> but I think I think we might agree on something. All right. Well, I'm going to start with my song of the year because I'm not real confident in it, and I want you to have it. Um, one is it's called Summer Boy, and it's by a band, a local band to us. Now, this is my problem. I don't listen to a lot of music, so as I was looking <laughs> Your for my song, song of the, the year, year, is a is a is a band from the greater Scranton area. Yes. Noxon is the name of the band. Look it up. Some actually, they do really great music. Summer boy was a single they released in 2020 and it's very good. Um, actually, according to Spotify though, my number one song is Oh Marie by Louis, uh, Louis Prima. So I'm a huge Louis Prima fan. I was in his, um, top 0.1% of listeners in 2020. And Oh Marie is a song you gotta check out. That's my official song of the year how about you uh well i barely use spotify this year and so yep. um apparently my songs and artists of the year is like little peep but he died a couple years ago so Oof. i don't think we can give him 2020s awards right um but i didn't go with my favorite song but i went with the song of the year yeah the song that really got people popping that got people Everyone had an opinion on the song, and I'm talking about that wop, wop, wop. That's a wet yeah, I think that's yeah. the first time we swore on the podcast, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely the song of the year, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of a bop. <laughs> that wop, crazy. That wop is a bop, you know? <laughs> I just heard or saw a tweet or something that was like, we have not experienced WAP in a club yet. And when we do, it's going to be insane. <laughs> also, Future is Mask Off, which is an older song. When the, yes, when yes. the pandemic's over, that's just going to be jamming for, for everyone. If you could buy stock in a song, that's one you got to get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so album of the year. What do you got for your album of the year? I think that this is a safe one. And I think that I hear I heard Emily play this one enough. 
to know that Folklore by Taylor Swift is the album of the year. Yeah. And it's pretty good. It's like it's like the first time I've taken her serious as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, probably should have taken her serious as an artist a little bit earlier, but like, <laughs> you know, super early Taylor. Yeah. And like a lot of girls and a lot of people in general grew up with Taylor Swift. Like Taylor Swift's in her 30s sure. now, you know? Sure. She also, she like dropped, um, what's the newest album? Evermore. Evermore. Um, oh, Chris, quick on the Evermore. Um, I've known. Just dropped too, and so um, that doesn't take away from folklore though. That that was uh, such a surprise uh, album drop in. Really good. Her song with uh, Boniver is pretty good. <laughs> Don't make that face about Boniver, because <laughs> someone is screaming at their at their pod, at their Spotify saying. Bony Vare or something else that I don't know. Some it's, other pretentious way to pronounce it's it. Boniver. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> Emily's yeah. literally staring me down. Yeah. Oh, she's the one. <laughs> Got it. But uh, Taylor Swift has a, a song with Boniver, and it's it's a it's a banger. Yeah. Not as I good as WAP though. Yeah, yeah. I think that that is a that's a pick that makes sense. Um, I the Killers dropped an album this year that was very Killers. It was very good. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't listen to any like really. Except what I picked was my for my album of the year. I don't think I listened to a single album all the way through. The one I picked was Maverick City. Is that where they had the song worship the- team worship collective? Um, <laughs> don't make a face <laughs> because this is my album of the year. Like I don't listen to music almost ever. So when I want an album, it's uh, to, like listen all the way through. It's because I'm you know not actively listening to music i'm like more it's more meditative spiritually speaking so uh maverick city worship volume three uh volume two part two oh no they didn't have parts in volume two volume two has my favorite song on it but volume three is also really good i want you to lead me in to what you think is the movie of the year because i think you'll agree with me on what is actually the movie of the year Oh, or I'm you pretty, might win me over because we we, we talked about this behind the scenes yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but we don't know what their picks are. Um, Pixar was that a uh, hit? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> I, it <laughs> For me, might anyway. be. <laughs> okay. Well, I I think it's hard to beat, and and you I think you might be able to make a case on a technicality. But in my opinion, the movie of the year was Hamilton. Easy pick for me. That's not a movie. Yeah, it, cl- it was not a, as a movie. It's not a movie. It's not a movie. It's a yeah, it's a recorded broadcast of um, a Broadway show. Right. It's like a musical, but basically. It was so much better than every other. Or I cared about hey, it so much more than every other movie this year. It's got to be my pick. I'm not putting it down. Don't yuck my yum. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. One of my twenty one twenty twenty one resolutions is to use that. <laughs> Your yum. Yeah. Super yummy. <laughs> but I got an even tastier dish. All right. Onward. Ah, it was from, a very good movie. From Disney. That yeah. is... Oh, man. I felt things. It was I got so brothers good. too. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. It was, it was such a good such a good movie. And yeah. when we're talking about movies, we can talk about people dancing around singing on a stage with no... You know, or mm-hmm. we talk about a cinematic feature that is <laughs> Onward. Yeah, straight to streaming. Well, hey, man. 2020 what do you expect it's literally everything yeah. i think um i don't know if you watched soul yet but it is also very good that's on my list i'm yeah. excited to check it out very very good i had um i had tenet as an honorable mention because it was like the only movie that came out it was in um, theaters for like 10 months or something <laughs> yeah i watched it in the theater because we like haven't been in the theater in a long time and it was fine the sound ooh, mixing ooh. was bad that's some um, uh that, it's fine some delightful insight because I bet a lot of our listeners haven't been to the movies in a long time. What was it like? Ah, uh, it was lonely. Um, <laughs> we we sat our party together, but there was barely anybody there. Um, I have like uh, one of those subscriptions. Remember Movie Pass? <laughs> Man, if you, you didn't, those? if if most of our listeners didn't cancel uh, their Movie Passes, <laughs> well, Movie Pass I'm pretty sure is done. They they died, but what they did was they created a market. And I, so I am a Cinemark, I don't know, Cinemark Plus or something, subscriber. Okay. So I get, like, you know, discounts on snacks and a free ticket every, two tickets every month. I don't know, one ticket? I don't remember. But anyway, I uh, use those. They paused my subscription during the pandemic. But, That's um, nice. But I had some tickets um, saved up, and I used them to go see Tenet. And it was fine. You should be pretty, uh, you should get used to 
uh, things dropping only on streaming services because mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't know if movies come back. I think they do. I don't know. People keep saying and it's going to be a while, but a lot of theaters won't be around for when they come back. That's true. We'll definitely lose a lot of little theaters, but there's enough like giants to to carry the business. And like the people that I know that like movies are, they can't wait to get back into a movie theater. Oh, Dave. Well, not yes. Dave, Dave's pretty excited to get back to the movie. <laughs> Definitely, <theaters>. Dave. <laughs> but other people do, and even me. Like I'm not, not quite on his level when it comes to uh, cinema. But uh, I, I like the movie theater experience, and uh, I miss it. Hamilton was freaking good. So good. But when it comes, to it, but it's not a movie. So I hope they put that back in theater. I would watch that in a second. Well, hey guys, our movie of the year onward since Chris didn't give a nomination, and uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> What is your TV show of the year? Obviously, we're going to talk about Tiger King. I knew you were going to take a, a technicality up and, and put my pick down. Get out of here, A technicality? You, you, they'll like be, it'd be like, all right, movie of the year, WAP from Cardi B. Guess like, what? I watched my movie on Disney Plus just like you did. And you put it off a long time, didn't you? What? Neither of those I put off. I thought we talked about that. You, you waited a long time to watch it on Disney Plus, and you finally got around to it. Hamilton? Yes. No, the second time. Oh, okay. I watched it the first time and just cried so much that I wasn't ready to watch it the second time. When I watched it the first time, we watched it our second and third time that week. I couldn't. I wasn't ready. So, I mean, like, it was fantastic, but it definitely isn't a movie. <laughs> okay. TV show <laughs> of the year. Uh, Tiger King obviously gets an honorable mention. I, I wouldn't make that my TV show of the year. Even from, like, cultural impact, oh. I don't know if I would make that the the tv show of the year were you picking that i, I would consider it <laughs> it's, i'm considering me. it i'm considering it but i'm not putting it as my pick mm-hmm. um i heard queen's gambit was fantastic um pretty sure yeah that, uh, i will watch that at some point um chess sets selling out on uh amazon mm-hmm. which is great for you know the minds of Americans like start learning chess, I guess. Yeah. The haunting of Bly Manor wasn't like something that was like huge with a lot of people, but I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. And my pick is the Mandalorian season two. Yeah. Baby Yoda has dominated everyone's hearts for the past year. I think, uh, that's, that's my pick. What, what, what about you in the world of TVs? That's a great pick. Um, our podcast has brushed up against the wrestling world many times, mm-hmm. um, and I think I'm going to have to do that here as well. But again, I, I'm having trouble with this because, like, I just think that because uh, I don't watch new shows, I don't watch shows that came out in 2020, so I'm kind of struggling with that kind of pick. But um, AEW, uh, oh, All Elite Wrestling, great pick. On, yeah, on TNT, I think they, you know, I think they technically started in 2019, just like by a month or so, but. Um, their year in the, on television, incredible. I, I don't think that they we, – we've argued about the, the redefining the industry, not so much. But they have spiced up the industry in a way that I'm here for. I don't even think about picking that, and I immediately put that above The Mandalorian. Oh, great. Okay, well, there it is. Yeah, so there it is. Welcome back. It's TV we show it. of the year, All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I got to look at discuss from Emily, but yes. So then we can go into the game of the year. This is another one I struggled with as far as timing goes. But the game of the year, did you pick, just tell me this, a video game, a board game, card game? Closer to board game. I think that this super old game has had a resurgence, uh, especially amid the lockdown. That, that um, made my pick as well, the way that you just described that. And we've uh, dabbled in it this year. Um, Dungeons and Dragons, I think, has had a mm-hmm. fantastic 2020. And I, I give that our game of the year. Okay. Well, I picked another game that's quite old. Not as old as D&D. But we also have played it together in the past and this year. My game of the year is Minecraft. Because when you're locked down, you gotta play Minecraft. Minecraft's the game. All right, so we're on this other podcast called the PA Podcast, Podcast, and we yeah. talked about Chris Jericho and how he is Ooh, by default yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone's favorite wrestler. And so yeah. when you ask someone who's their favorite wrestler, the unspoken thing is besides Chris Jericho. Yeah. And if you disagree with that, we can show you how you're wrong later. But <laughs> I think that like every year since its creation, Minecraft has been the game of the year. 
Yeah, I think that that is a fair assessment to say. Every What's your favorite game except the unspoken Minecraft? We're going to have a lot of opinions on stand-up of the year, I think. Yeah, I know that you're like really into the world of Netflix stand-up specials. Um, I Today, we both watched... By chance, we both watched the twenty best of 2020 uh, recap of stand-ups on mm-hmm. Netflix, which is kind of mm-hmm. a weird thing for them to do. I've never seen them do mm-hmm. that before, but I liked it. Especially because every bit they picked was, was like, basically the edgiest bit from every... And oh, like, really? You'd assume that, like, Netflix would kind of pull back a little bit from those things. And they had a lot of uh, examples from The, Dege- the Degenerates, yes. Yes. which isn't a stand-up special. It's, like, a series of stand-up uh, uh, showcases in and of yeah. itself. But uh, so um, I'll give my. Do you have some honorable mentions before your pick? I don't know if I can like label that. Well, here's here's the true honorable mention is Dave Chappelle's eight forty six. That's great. Um, starting that dialogue, uh, Dave Chappelle, it it wasn't a it wasn't exactly a stand up special. Like it wasn't yeah. like super funny, but it wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. And so like that like if you're gonna talk honorable mentions that's a that's a that's mm-hmm. one you got to talk about. Um, I, I'd like to give an honorable mention to Hannah Gadsby um, because I did not. Did you watch ooh, what's it called Douglas, the 2020 special? I watched Nanette and me too. Uh, I prefer laughs not claps. That's just me. Yes, we have discussed that before. Um, and I mean, hey, I I did watch both. Nanette and I think probably part of Douglas. Yeah. I laughed at both of them. I'm not I'm not saying it's a garbage stand up. Sure, but, sure, sure. But when you, when we're talking about best stands of the years, I wouldn't yeah. even mention it. But it's definitely a lane. Hey, if you if you're someone who doesn't like stand up, you'd probably like this one. Okay. <laughs> I have two more. You wanna go back and forth with honorable mentions? I don't know which one I wanna make my, my top one. Oh, okay. Um uh, but uh, Tom Papa put out a special called "You're Doing Great." Do I need to watch that? Yes. Okay, I will. I saw his his little his bit on the best of, and I was like, I kind of like that, but it didn't quite get me to put it on my list. Tom Papa is that his name? Yep, Tom Papa. What a silly name. Honorable mentions. These are these are not people I have in contention, but uh, I know that we've been told that we're like general brand two bears one cave (laughs) but both tom segura and burt kreischer put out specials this year not their strongest work but still funny yes i think i actually put burt over tom this year which i usually find tom segura more funny Mm -hmm. um but i think i think uh this was year of the burt for me i was i've been a tom segura fan for a long time but burt really won me over this year Um, did you see kevin hart's like quarantine special yes that was pretty good. I, it was very good. Like bop, I, bop, 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 bop. <laughs> brick, like, brick oven pizza, let's go. <laughs> I usually like Kevin Hart more than like the, uh, the comedy aficionado, but um, I so I wasn't sure if you were gonna like it or not, but I liked it. It was a lot. the first one I've liked. Oh, in okay, a while. yeah. And and, and again, uh, I'm not being a snob towards towards Kevin Hart. I've laughed at his specials before, but I I don't put him as like. My favorite. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, I'm going to get my winner now. And again, you might fight me on a technicality. Oh, why <laughs> would you do this? <laughs> because I guess I just am so quirky and oh, unique. Oh, no. I, you yeah, picked, I knew. You, you picked the improv show, didn't <laughs> yes. you? Yes. Yes. Middle Ditch and Schwartz improv series. Four episodes? Five episodes? Something like that? The When... It was they were on the best of, which I was surprised they made it. But they were like the last one, and when they were on there, I was like, "Oh, it's obviously Middle Edition Schwartz for me." You know what? I'm gonna give you the other ones I've been fighting over, and then I'm going to yield to you because okay, it's, wow, because it's so unique. Um, uh, Mark Marin, End Times Fun, hilarious. Mm. Jim Gaffigan went to uh, Amazon, and mm. uh, they just started doing like like their own like. Amazon presents stand-up specials. Jim mm. Gaffigan went over there. He wasn't on my list, but I'm I'm putting him in now that I remember it. Yeah. And uh, uh, one of the like funniest specials I've I've watched this year. And if you're a listener of the show, you've heard me recommend her to you earlier. Uh, Taylor Tomlinson's Quarter Life yes. Crisis. Yeah, did you watch it, it yet? Good. I did. So it was good. Very good. So good. Yeah. But uh, I will yield this one to you for the welcome back stand-up special of the year. Sick. Who do you think had the comeback of 2020? 
I'm hoping that I can yield to you here because I don't have a very good one. I I, <laughs> I must have erased it because I couldn't. Oh. Like, I, I'm trying to think like who had like this is all right for any listener. This is actually like super raw right now because I can't think of like who like came back strong. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders had a pretty strong 2020 after everyone tried to make him sound like he was a crazy person. Elizabeth Warren kind of moved past her um, uh, controversies that a lot of people stirred up about her. Uh, Once she got off the presidential stage, people let her be her again. Um, Oh, I remember who it was. All right. Oh, sick. Real time discovery, epiphany, eureka. He found it, folks. We started writing out our, our document here like a week and a half ago right like right before the new year yeah. came and so mm-hmm. this is the person who i wanted to put down for year of the or person of the year no comeback of the year oh frick yeah, i mixed what, it what i mixed it up i mixed it up oh my god I, I have another person to, for my person of the year but uh, i i do not have another comeback wow <laughs> what a ride <laughs> Okay, well, maybe we'll put this in post. This is what I want you to do. In the next couple days before this episode is posted, I need you to record into your phone. Oh, yeah, it was this person. And then I'll put it in. Well, Louis C.K. had a pretty good 2020 after such a, a horrible 2019. Rightly so. He, he brought it on himself. But he's he's coming back. He's back in the clubs. He's put out a special of his own on his own website. Yeah. Um, I guess I can give him the comeback of the year. Um. Okay, well, I put mullets. (laughs) (laughs) Is that okay? (laughs) One of my kids got a mullet. (laughs) She didn't have it for long, but... (laughs) She? Yeah. Girls are getting mullets? Yeah, dude, mullets are everywhere. They're back, baby. It's fine, it's fine. You can have whatever hair you want, but that's even funnier now. (laughs) Oh, man. So you're thinking like trends. <laughs> I mean, I, I went through people as well and I couldn't come up with anything. So. Oh, man. Dang. Now I'm like thinking like, oh, <laughs> oh man, frozen pizza probably had a great year, right? <laughs> Everyone <laughs> being at home. <laughs> I feel like it's, tw- that's true. I feel like it's 2019 was also fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, I'm ready to move on though. Cause I can't think of an actual comeback. All right. We'll put it in. We'll put it in. If I can remember it, I doubt it. <laughs> Probably won't put it in. <laughs> I did not remember the comeback of the year. So the welcome back podcast of the year, which is, again, we need the unspoken, is welcome back. Yeah, and I actually that's the only one I wrote down. Welcome back. <laughs> it's, the, it's the podcast of the year. Don't do that. <laughs> I picked one that I was excited to share about. <laughs> How dare you put anyone above us? Oh, that was the one where I said I said I checked the list to add a, an award and it was already there. That yeah. was the one I checked to make sure it was there. <laughs> well, fine then. What? <laughs> All right, give me your actual one. <laughs> well, only if you're going to give an actual one. All right, I'll give an actual one. Okay. Well, mine is the podcast with Knox and Jamie, and I recommended this podcast to you. And um, I am a Patreon of one, a patron of one podcast, and it's this one. And um, they do mostly like pop culture mm-hmm. and they inspired me and in much of how we structure this show. My suggestions are usually based on, you know, an idea I got from them or uh, a structure that I, you know, like that they take. So, mm-hmm. um, they do really, really great work. Very funny. They're people that I like a lot. They also do a podcast called the Bible binge, which, you know, I'm a Bible guy and they do really great like Bible uh, study as well, um, and when I'm I, because I'm in on the Patreon, um, I get a uh, a video. A, what do they call it? A deep dive of a movie every month, and I get a pop culture roundup called "The More You Know" every month, and I get recaps of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And I, my wife started to watch The Bachelorette. My wife. Batch- the bachelor uh like three bachelors ago and i was just like in the room making fun of her and then i started to listen to this podcast and they had such great commentary that i actually started to get invested and now i watch the show regularly unashamed uh i would say that 
I would watching it that I'm watching it ironically, but I'm also paying somebody to do commentary on it, so it's hard to say I'm doing it ironically. You're, Either way, you're definitely unironically at this point because <laughs> we have to finish recording in 27 minutes to get you to go watch the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then tomorrow, no, probably Wednesday, I'll listen to the recap and it'll make me laugh a lot. So, the podcast with Knox and Jamie is my podcast of the year. They had a great year. Um, the Joe Rogan podcast definitely has had a fantastic uh, decade. Um, it's yeah. been growing an insane amount. I wanted to, even though it had a great 2019 and it's 2020 is not that much different. It's the fact that he signed an exclusive deal to Spotify for a lot of money that, uh, Big makes time. me want to shout, uh, that insanely huge podcast out that everyone's already aware of, uh, for yeah. podcast of the year, as well as, um, a podcast that I like really enjoyed, especially when I hopped into my new job, I, I binged their whole back catalog and mm-hmm. the majority of the episodes were in 2020, and that's yeah. why I wanted to include them, because they're technically a 2019 podcast, but mm-hmm. like a couple episodes 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two Bears, One Cave with uh, um, Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer. Hilarious. Tom Segura, we hope you get well soon. Yikes. Yeah. Have you, have you been following this too? Yeah. <laughs> Are you all caught Gnarly. up on the podcast? No, but I listened today to last week's episode, I think. The one with Wendy Cummings. Okay, no, uh, the, the most recent one is with uh, Dr. Drew. But when the newest episode comes out with Tom back on, mm-hmm. I think Jake and I, our only fan who's listening to this right now, he uh, he's our only fan. Uh, <laughs> Hot. <laughs> and he, um, him and I are going to watch an episode together. So maybe uh, we'll do like a Zoom call or something and you'll yeah, come into him and we'll, we'll watch the newest episode. Sick. I think that would move us nicely... It almost moved us nicely, but I'm going to force the transition anyway into our streaming service of the year because I'm giving it to Spotify for its moves in the podcast realm, signing Joe Rogan um, and that whole deal. I I had Hulu there because I got into Hulu this year in Mm -hmm. a way I hadn't in the past. I feel like everybody can assume Quibi lost. (laughs) If if they're not available to pick up their award, then Netflix can probably take it on their behalf because they had a hard year as well. Um, But, you know, it's a good year to be a streaming service when everyone's at home. So Yeah, I wanted to... My... uh nominee for a streaming service of the year was all of them that's what i put first (laughs) like everyone's doing uh, with the exception of quibi everyone's doing good right now um but i really wanted to focus on spotify again for their steps into uh making the um podcast world more accessible Mm. to people and in those few exclusives they've they've uh, grabbed up and also disney plus just got here right are they 2020 literally the 2020 yeah Disney Plus, killing it. And if you yeah. saw what they have planned for the next beat. few years from their investors meeting, like yeah, it's it's, it's only getting crazier. Yeah, yeah they're that that it's hard to beat Disney Plus. I kind of just moved over it because it was so I didn't find a reason at first, and then I realized oh that how far they've come in one year. Um, hard to beat Disney Plus for streaming service of the year. I think what do we got? Oh, word of the year. I like my word of the year. But what do you got for word of the year? All right, I'm excited for your word because you seem a little bit more invested than mine. <laughs> um, simp. Okay. Simp is my word one, yeah. of the year um, because it it came out as an insult and then like uh, it's like been used so much that it doesn't really mean much of anything anymore. Yeah. Like like oh right, I'll see you guys later. I gotta go hang out with Emily. And it's like simp simp. Yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> It's a good thing we didn't have that word in college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we would call each other simps constantly. <laughs> My word of the year is also very good, and I just got it today. Stimmy. Stimmy? Yeah. Oh, your stimmy this check? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get your stimmy? Yes. That's pretty it, good. I, this is it's a very exclusive to this year word. <laughs> that's that's so good. That's so So good. the big shebang, the big the main event. Do we have anything else besides person of the year? I don't think there's anything that like makes it the main event <laughs> other than it's last. <laughs> this is the it last one of, on our list. <laughs> it kind of feels like a big deal though. Are you real confident in yours? Uh no, not at all. Me neither. Me neither. So go ahead. Great. Um I have two. Okay. Uh for people to mull over, but uh, my initial person of the year is Burt Kreischer for his work moving stand-up back into people's hearts by doing a drive-in theater tour. Um, hmm. Like, 
stand-up comedy in general was suffering very badly because of uh, COVID-19 restrictions, but he would go to all these uh, uh, drive-in theaters across the continent, the country, and um, not the continent, the country, (laughs) and uh, set up a stage. People pull up with their cars, they'd sit in their cars and tune it to a station, and he'd put on shows for for people who are dying to get out of their house, and Mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic question yes didn't he steal that idea from jim gaffigan jim gaffigan also did it but every podcast i've been following all the stand-up comedians who reference the drive-in theaters they all credit bert kreischer he is the first interesting i thought jim did it first i thought i heard bert say that he was taking the idea from jim gaffigan but i could be wrong so could i <laughs> if i'm not mistaken if i'm not mistaken and the other uh pick i have for person of 2020 um alexandria ocasio-cortez okay her profile has raised significantly this year. I don't agree with her on policy a lot of the times. Okay. But her profile, her her growth, her um, inspiring people of all races and genders and age groups to get involved in politics. I mean, she's, she's like one of the youngest politicians I'm aware of on the grand scale, on the grand stage, you know? Mm-hmm. I, and I think that her... Her work and her influence can be felt uh, to, to anyone listening to this podcast, really. Every, sure. Everyone has an opinion on her. Whether it's good or bad, the fact is that we have a 30-something-year-old in Congress? Is the Senate in the House of Representatives, and it's all called Congress, correct? Yes, I believe so. So a young person in Congress? like, yeah. She's not even old enough to run for president yet, right? I'm not sure. And uh, I, th- I think that, like, I think she had a... Even though uh, she's not my favorite person, she's had a great... 2020 and even if you don't agree with her on all her opinions she's it's pretty inspiring to see someone around our age making an impact in the world around them sure i think you make an argument for that i have two written down as well my first one that i had was dr fauci um Mm -hmm. i think that you know simp are you you (laughs) simping for fauci right now simp (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh just you know the leadership through the pandemic and and you know it's it'd be hard to beat this year for him too which i think is kind of what drove me to that conclusion as well is like he probably won't have a better year than 2020 in his life so however i think i'm more in infl- uh more inclined for my person of the year to be the dolly parton for her Really? Don't make that face. What Dolly Parton is no, a no, legend. No, no. I, I'm not. I'm not against Dolly. Oh, let the record show. I'm not against Dolly Parton. I just don't know right. why she would get Person of the Year. Dolly Parton is a unifying figure. Who loves her? The people in country music, uh, women who feel empowered, everybody because she's the best. Um, here are some things she does. I can't remember what the um, in, in this year. What's the, well, thing, what's the give, thing she's done this year? I'll give you the I'll give you the this year thing, but the first thing that that she has done, this has been doing for a long time, is you can sign up for free as a child, and she will send you a book every month. Uh, I believe it's every month. That means nothing to me. I'm not a child. Get out of here. <laughs> what's she every done for month, me lately? <laughs> she is from Appalachia and teaching Appalachians to read and Appalachia. Huge. No. <laughs> and it's a huge deal. But what she did this year was give. A million dollars, maybe at least, to um, a vaccine development. (laughs) So, like, Dolly Barton has saved the world. And that's kind of like why (laughs) she is back in the zeitgeist, you know, like why she is uh, a name in 2020. But, you know, she is. And that's kind of what made me settle on this because she's had this huge 2020 moment, but she has been incredible for years and years and will to come. Dolly Parton, I, I'm, as I'm talking through it, is more and more settled on my person of the year. All right. Well, that settles it. Dolly. Dolly. <laughs> Dolly. Well, I think that uh, 2020 was uh, pretty much trash, right? <laughs> I, I would not disagree, but I don't think a lot about that. Like, I don't feel like, oh, it's 2021 now and it's going to be different. Like, this year's no, going to suck no, too. No, no, it's like, definitely going to be a garbage year as well. <laughs> <laughs> like what do we I, I don't know like I just anti-maskers like are going to turn into anti-maskers and it's gonna yeah be, yeah yeah it's gonna be so I don't over. quite think of it like that but yes 2020 did contain a lot of events that I'm not even bad. I'm not even gonna make any new year's resolutions for 2021 <laughs> yeah I don't not die that. right not die go. that's keep that's alive that's the only one we got left I did keep off 10 pounds in 2020 what a great thing 
I hit my. Uh, I actually did hit a goal. Did we talk about that on pod already? No. That's a great way to wrap it up, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in 2020, I had a goal, and it was to get under 300 pounds by the end of 2020. And mm-hmm. then the pandemic hit pretty hard. I got let go from my job. I was eating trash food, and I gained like 20 pounds. And even though like I always danced around like 315 mm-hmm. for the last year or so, I jumped up to like 330. And then I moved, and I got a job that is hard labor with hot temperatures. And I briefly, I don't know what I weigh currently, like this exact second, Mm-hmm. But for a brief, glorious moment, I weighed 299.6 pounds. Nice work. So, uh, <laughs> accomplished it. Uh, and yeah. uh, I don't care what the scale says by the end of 2021, because I'm just happy that, like, if you can hear this, you're still here. Yeah. 2020 sucked. There's a lot to be down about. There's a lot to be afraid of, scared of, mad about. But, hey, we're still here. That's right. I take the first, speaking of this goal, I take the first 100 days of the year and I try to lose a bunch of weight. And uh, I did in 2020. And then my goal was to keep 20 pounds off the rest of the year. I think I lost like 35, maybe 40. And my goal was to keep 20 of it off for the rest of the year. And then I approached the end of the year and said, okay, maybe 10. (laughs) And that is the goal I hit. And I kept 10 pounds off in 2020. And so I'm starting 2021, 10 pounds lighter. uh, And I am in my my dieting phase so if i'm irritable it's because i haven't eaten enough i'm pretty excited for this podcast to grow a little bit and we start a uh, weight loss challenge like all, all the right. other podcasts that way i can smoke you because you will already not have that much to lose <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> hopefully that's true <laughs> well thank oh, you for man. joining us for our t- the best of 2020 episode is that what we're calling it best of 2020 the 2020 year end awards well Welcome we back. did it Thank you for tuning in. Hey, if your name's Jake, we love you. Thank you for tuning in. Oh, Brian. If your name is Brian or Curtis, thank you for tuning in. If your name is Abby or Zach, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, sorry you gave Chris crappy presents. Hey, no. (laughs) I love those slippers. (laughs) That's all. That's all. That's right. That was a joke, Abby. Calm down, all right? You don't got to (laughs) text Sam about it right now. Yeah, she's freaking out. Thank you for tuning in for the best of 2020. Thank you very much. We'll see you. Wait, we'll... We'll leave this part in too put the little music in don't forget to subscribe you leave us a rating on wherever you're listening um check us out on tiktok you can find us on tiktok now and uh until next time we'll be right back we'll be right back